Welcome back to Mind Hops episode four. Today yes. we are going to have our first guest on. Yes. Say hello, Eric. We got Eric here, ET. He also goes by ET. Um, got him on the line here. Welcome, ET. I am on the line. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. we promise he's here. I promise I'll edit that out. We'll not probably do that. But um, yeah. Um, so I, I, wasn't, I wasn't sure. <laughs> the producer, when your producers contacted me. Uh, you know, I, I was like, ah, seriously, mine hops? Are you kidding me? Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I know you're, you're jumping up and down with joy. Um, but you, you have a pretty cool channel out there. Is that, is that correct? Am I correct in saying that? Yeah. Uh, you know, saying cool channel is probably, uh, an objective term. <laughs> yeah. Like, probably not, not a very YouTuber. hip one either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With a very minimal subscribe base, just a couple hundred. Hey. A board game, a modern board gaming channel. So yeah. yeah, a couple hundred. That's probably a couple hundred more than us at this point. Yeah. So that's good. <laughs> do you um, do you work with board games for a living? Uh, no, I, I do not. Um, playing some of the board games do feel like a chore, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> some of the new mechanics and stuff like that. But no, I just do it for fun. I started my YouTube channel just because I saw other people were talking about the content. And they were excited about it, and I thought, hey, I like talking. And this is a, an area that I like talking about. I love playing board games with my friends. And so I just decided to put out some material. It's not like a moneymaker. I'm not trying to seek fame. I just put it out there. And if, if people uh, like want to latch on to watch some passion yeah, project yeah. kind of thing. Yeah it's, yeah. it's more fun for yeah, you. Exactly. Exactly. That's kind of what we're, yeah, we're doing with it, ours. It, yeah. With mine hops, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's like, I like beer. You like beer. People like yeah. beer. Yeah. And we like talking <laughs> yeah. and, and it's feeling important, you know, so. We understand, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I, I really like. I really do appreciate it. Thanks for uh, thanks for the shameless free plug. And uh, no, thanks for <laughs> thanks for joining us. I'm, I'm really proud to have you as our first guest. I mean, yes, I'm this, happy. This is your first time meeting Jack, but obviously we have a little bit of a history. We go back uh, probably yeah. like ten years now, or something like that. Um, we actually had yeah, a, a little podcast too um, out there somewhere. You can probably find it called the Bowcast. I think it was. That one's gonna blow up now. Yeah, <laughs> I the my uh, my plan was Eric to get this thing going real big so we can really just plug our original podcast and just bail on this thing, you know. But don't yeah, tell leave, Jack leave that. me hanging. <laughs> yeah, we're we're doing a, a call in coup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, first uh, that I know of, anyway. Um, so yeah, you got board games. Um, your your YouTube channel. I've watched quite a bit of it actually. I. I I love it because it, I've always been an avid fan of board games, but it's one of those things that you definitely, I mean, you probably don't have to have it, but you got to have a group of friends. A lot of the times it helps having a group of friends and, and putting time aside if you want to get those really big, you know, fun board games, uh, games together. And I've yeah, done it a few it times, but. It definitely helps to have a group. I mean, <laughs> obviously, yeah. but there, there is a kind of a cult phenomenon in the board game world now where, Almost every designer is putting a solo version of their game within it, like a rule set. Oh, really? And, they, and these designers, the company will hire people to design a solo side to it. That's so that way, if cool. people just wanted to push cardboard by themselves, they can do so. That's good to know. I've I never didn't know heard that. that before. That's yeah. a, that's awesome. That that is awesome. Yeah, especially for people like us yeah. who don't really have you know many friends. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Most of my friends are cardboard. So. Hey, yeah, a lot of people have the resort of things now. I guess because if you want to call it, I don't know how you guys label it as far as the COVID or pandemic or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, uh, boogeyman or whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> but it definitely you know like I have not put as much content as I had over the last couple of years. But I just recently just. Put up a few like hey kind of little mini unboxings and stuff just yeah i watched some of the I, alien I one earlier missing it so much yeah i, I actually soloed that uh, the other night by myself but controlling six marines and newt is is a task when you have about you know 30 aliens about over on you <laughs> no kidding can i just comment on something real quick um yeah. Your your channel is the Dice Matrix, right? And I just got to say, yeah. It's really cool that you got that audio. It sounds like you're in the Matrix right now. Like you're coming <laughs> in and out of the Matrix. You're really going with the theme and I I got to say, I got hats off to you for I, that. I wasn't sure if that was just me hearing that or if we were both catching that on this end. No, we are we're actually he's in a deeper level of the Matrix. It, it's, it's those great. meatballs that he's eating right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's there's Yeah, side, yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you guys, uh, you know, while you were waiting to put me on the air, you know, it's like, hey, I got to eat meatballs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm no good. Hey, I think you know? Agent Smith knows about your meatballs, man. You better watch out. 
Yeah, well, you know, I stopped those in midair. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to say, um, board games haven't been as big in my life. I've always, I, it actually does bring back a lot of childhood memories. I think a lot of people have, not, I don't know. I, I'm just guessing people have memories with board games because I, I have had a lot of horrible ones. Good, good, horrible though. Like you have your family game night, and it just my first game, family game night. I remember is Monopoly. I feel like a lot of people probably have that. Um, so yeah. I'll, I'll start with you, Eric. Or do you want to go with ET or Eric? I've known you as ET, but whatever, whatever you guys want, feel comfortable calling me. It's, all it's right. Fine. Uh, all right. Know, we we all have a bunch of nicknames, and that's all right, pops. Um, <laughs> we could just we could just swap them around as we go through yeah, the show yeah. to confuse people. Yeah, yeah, I love that. People are like, I thought this guy's name was. Trenton, and it's like, no, we call him Speed. <laughs> yeah, that is that is the true, and uh, Big Daddy Balls, that's what my uncle called me. BDB for sure, yeah. you know. We don't have to, dis- we should probably explain that, but we're not going to right now. Um, yeah, I didn't right. get touched by my uncle, just so everyone knows. Uh, but, um, so, we'll start with you, E.T. What's What would you say, either you can, the, the first board game you remember playing or maybe the first board game you remember playing that kind of left an impact on you, like as a kid or early adult, whenever. Well, I, I guess I can almost go back to my the earliest version of Ideas of Bird. I'm sure I played like little tiny sort of a shoot and ladders or a real little bit. Yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. I was probably about six or seven when my, um, my older brother, uh, Mike, uh, had joined a chess club. And then he, he needed a robot to move pieces against, so he taught me how to play. Yeah. Um, so that was my first like experience, but then, of course, Monopoly is always the biggest game. Oh yeah, Monopoly is yeah. destroyer of families. You know, yeah, family a lot of fun. Game. A lot of fun. Right. You know. Yeah. What about you, Jack? When you go back, but... yeah. Um, so I got I got I got a pretty good story for this one. Uh, yeah. it, would Would you guys count categories as a board game? I think it's it's a board game, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, party yeah. Game. a party okay. game. Yeah, it's so, yeah, definitely. We um it's we play considered a board game, card game, board game. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. We um we play at my grandma's a lot when we have like family get-togethers. And yeah. back when my great grandma was still alive, she would play, and I swear she made up so many words. And it's like she's ninety-two. We gotta let it slide. Like we can't sit here <laughs> and yell at her. But it, it got really bad to the point where we we're like, no, we're not gonna count that as a point. You freaking <laughs> cheater. Like, we don't care how old you are. Stop playing that card. You don't have dementia or anything. <laughs> Wait, did she play dementia? Because if you took that away from her, that, that wouldn't have been right. No. <laughs> okay. No, she, was, she was a very healthy 92-year-old. We all knew she was bullshitting us. Okay. It was so very clear. She used it to her advantage. Touche. I don't need to take notes now for my future yeah. self. But the problem is my future cell phone isn't going to know how to use a cell phone. So that's a catch. <laughs> or whatever new uh, device is out there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I guess that leaves me. So I remember the first board game wasn't the first one I played, but the first one that, that left a really big impact on me was, um, I think it was called, it was Risk. So if, if people not aren't familiar with the game Risk, it's... Uh, where, it's, where have you been all your life, for one? Yeah, for one, get out from under that rock. I know... Risk it, is amazing. Risk is a very, a very fun game. Uh, very... War, you know, they're, they're, it can definitely cause real wars uh, in real life as well. But I remember playing um, with my brother, my mom, and my dad. And me and my brother kind of had a fragile alliance, but we kind of, we, you know, I thought I had a really solid alliance with them, and we were going to take my dad down, right? And there's this piece of land. I can't remember. It's been a while since I played Risk, but whatever the positioning we were in, it was this piece of land in between three of us that was really hard to take. And every time we would all, you know, brawl over this piece of, of this country or whatever. And I remember getting blindsided by my brother and my dad at the same time. And they totally just, just my, my brother's trust completely, I never had trust in him again. He, he destroyed me. So then I had to retreat back. I remember the last piece of land I had was in Australia. And my mom had the, basically Australia covered. I had a little safe haven in Australia because you had to go <laughs> through my mom's territory to get to me, basically. So I remember just amassing as many troops as I could in Australia, you know. And that might be my weird fetish with Australian women, by the way. Their, their, oh, yeah. Their accents. That might be where that comes from because <laughs> I have a pretty, I think it's pretty sexy. But um, getting back to the board game. Um, so I remember amassing just a giant army and just going, going hell out, you know, just going for my brother and just going straight across the board. And we ended up annihilating each other like kamikaze war. 
And my dad ended up winning, of course. That might have been his his long term plan the whole time, playing yeah. us both against each other. Yeah, against each the other. The double 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 cross thing. But uh, yeah, ever since then, I've never trusted my brother quite the same. And I, I feel like he might listen to this episode because he knows that I'm doing this podcast yeah, as well. If, now. He, if he hands you a drink at a bar, do you still take it? I mean, maybe. Yeah, yeah if, he's, <laughs> if he's buying it, I probably will. But I love my brother a lot. But I think he knows that. Ever since that day, at it hurt, risk it, it hurt, and I, I still I have to do a double take on him. I can't quite trust him like I used to. But that's my uh, heartbreaking family board game story. But Risk is a, a fantastic game. Oh, it takes forever. Not Other a sponsor, that, though, but yeah. it's amazing. You know, actually, I got a good one here. One that is a horrible game. And um, I think it's pretty clear that I, I drink quite a bit. Yeah. But uh, I, was, I was searching through the shelves of the drinking games and the card games, and I found this one called Buzzed. Yeah, and I thought it it looked like a good time for fifteen dollars, but that yeah. was the biggest waste of fifteen dollars I've ever spent. Yeah. Um. So it's basically you just flip a card, and it says if you're this, you drink. You know. Yeah. It, it's like whoever has the shortest name drinks, and then you know after you play it once or twice, you just yeah. start seeing the same cards over and over again. And they had expansion pack for the same price. I'm like, so you want me to spend double on the game I initially didn't even like? They, they were expecting <laughs> you to be drunk. When you were doing this, so yeah, well, clearly they wanted you to play, and you're just gonna, you know. I'm pretty sure I was drunk when it. I bought it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I still didn't like it. Yeah, they want you to be drunk for the expansion as well. Um, yeah, drinking games are very interesting. Um, I Ring of Fire is one that it, it's a card game more than a, like a board yeah. game, I guess. But as we covered, I guess card games can be considered that, and it's kind of just that you use the deck. But I was gonna say, if anyone's the professional here, I would say it's ET, and he, yeah, he, he claimed card games are yeah, board games, and he's not even a drinker, so. I mean, he is the professional um, in that in that realm for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go so far as say professional, but you know, <laughs> I, I, I do okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, you you've, you how long how many years have you been playing board games? Would you say overall? Well, I mean, obviously, obviously through the years, you always played board games your whole life, probably. But yeah, uh, yeah. When I got, when I kind of got, how old are you, old man? (laughs) I'm kidding. Go ahead. (laughs) Just add a couple of zeros to your number. (laughs) Okay. 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 Definitely old. But um, I would say that I had a moment with Risk too. Probably uh, around my high school years is when I kind of discovered that. I discovered that game a little bit later, but uh, after that, it was uh, kind of a moving into like the Dungeons and Dragons era. Yeah. I I played Magic Magic Gathering for. Oh, good Lord, 20 years. So I was around the beginning of that pretty much. You know? And then, you know, during that, I got burned out with that. So I don't know. I'd say probably in the good last 10 or 12 years, I kind of you know started watching different little channels here and there. And I was like, oh, wow, the, the board games have really gotten a lot better. You know, just the standard ones you can buy, you know. Um, like, for instance, game I play, my favorite one right now is called Shadows of Brimstone. Think okay. of it as a cooperative play where we, we all play pure kind of western characters right. um like you know uh speed you could be the the, the gunslinger and yes and uh you know Definitely. jack you could be uh the lawman and i could be whatever you know i could be the but we also but think of old west versus kind of a cthulhu-ish oh so, so you go into this mine yeah you go into these mines that have, where these portals have opened up and you go on these different missions, and you can actually level up your characters and stuff. But it's like a more of an advanced board game, but it does have kind of story elements through it, so it gives you the feeling of an RPG as well as a board game. It takes a long time to play through sessions, but yeah. if you don't mind sitting down for several hours at a time, it is, I mean, it's just you know, once I realized they made games like this, I was like, man, why am I, why am I, you know, why am I playing Sorry over here <laughs> in trouble? Yeah, you know, this has so much more content to it. <laughs> You know, I mean, and, and there's nothing wrong with people who just enjoy a good game of Uno or whatever. I have nothing against that. But like, when you go, if you came to me and go, hey, man, you know, I got a group over here, you know, they want to play, you know, Uno or Spades, and I'll respect to those games and stuff. But it's like, or do you want to play, like, you know, uh, you know, the game I just picked up, Aliens, another glorious game in the core where I can be a Marine and shoot down Aliens. I'm like, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. That's that's really cool that board games have evolved. Well, I wouldn't say that they haven't evolved because D and D's been around for oh, a very long time. My dad used to play D and D like yeah. back in the eighties, and I know that has lots of really cool elements of of RPG and and storytelling. And 
and a lot of games that had to catch up over the years. Now, video games obviously are pretty, yeah, pretty strong in that it, regard. It's kind of funny you say that. Um, there's this game called Dragon's Lair on the computer. It's an old okay. game. Yeah. And I always mix Dragon's Lair up with D and D and Dragon's Lair, dude. Dragon's Lair. Is that the old? Um, the, it, it's like decision. Based. Yes, and it's like cartoon and yeah. Okay. It's like a, it's like watching a cartoon, but you make the decisions. You in know, it. it's crazy. That that was an arcade game, and I'm pretty. Uh, was sure, it really? Yes, I I'm, no I'm pretty sure Dragon's Lair has been around I, for a I while. I played that at a stand-up arcade machine. Yes. <laughs> yes, and that that that's been around for a while, right? Et like probably 80s, maybe. If I know later. something, it's been around for a while. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That that's interesting because I remember an old um, laundromat I used to go to as a kid. My mom would go to the laundromat, you know, because we didn't have washer or whatever. And I remember seeing dragons. I'm pretty sure they had Dragon Slayer there, and they had this. Speaking of arcades, I don't, I'm just going to tangent into arcades because uh, arcades are just fantastic. Oh, I love arcades. I still love um, that was the one thing that I loved about going to the laundromat as a kid. I mean, you had a bunch of sketchy people, you know. The environment wasn't great, but the little crappy arcade <laughs> machines were just fantastic. When you could actually get on them, when the, you know, when the the kids that didn't have money to play the arcade, but they were sitting on, they were standing and grabbing the the gun, the plastic guns, and playing with them and sticking them down yeah. their pants and everything like that, and, and licking them and licking them, and mouths. you couldn't get a hold oh, of them. Yeah, yeah that kind of sucked. That's but when where COVID started. Yeah, but when you could actually get your hands on those disgusting guns. And play the games. There's one game I remember specifically. I never beat. It was an old shoot 'em up game. It had little plastic uh, gun. I think they're called gun cons or something like that. I have no idea. I think they're called gun cons. And, and even the, there's an evolution of the arcade machines for games too. Mm-hmm. Like uh, when Street Fighter 2 came out, it was huge. Yes, yes, I did remember that. A lot of people's first experience was from that. You know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I played that at Skate Mania, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm by far the youngest here. Yeah. He, so, how old are you, Jack? I am 22 years old. So 22 year old. We got 31 year old here, and and, and I, I just had my 50th birthday. Okay. Happy Happy uh, birthday! Happy birthday, man! So we we we're we're covering quite a few generations here, but that's yeah. that's that's the yeah, great thing exactly. about it, you know. But I remember the game. It was called Carn Evil. It was Carn Evil. It was a play on it was a carnival, but with evil on the on the end of it, and it was so cheesy, but. It was so great in the levels you play around, you know, evil clowns and like demons and different stages. I never beat that game. I would have probably <laughs> dropped hundreds of dollars to beat it. But yeah, you one, know. one of my uh, my favorite modern arcade games is uh, you ever play Luigi's Mansion on like the GameCube and stuff like that? I've played it a little bit, but well, I'm not super familiar. There's with a that. new. I think it's newer at least. The first time I saw it was probably about a year yeah. ago. Um, and it, it's literally yes. like the, the vacuum using the game, and it's like the gun cons I know what you you're talking, talking about. about. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot of fun, too. Yeah, I saw that at a place in Tampa, actually. There's a, uh, in Ybor City, there's this little um, um, I know exactly what you're talking about. I went in there yeah. a couple weeks ago. At like Game Zone or something. Yeah. I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, but I think I think they had that Is game Is it right there. next to the, the brewery? Yes. TV? Yeah, yes, I know yes. what you're talking about. It's right across from I there. I literally That's walked in I, there. Yeah, it was all right, little little arcade. But I, I was at a, I stayed at a hotel like, right within walking distance of there. So, yeah, that was a, a beer burp. There. Lucky you we're not doing that? shots tonight. <laughs> there, I think that got picked up. Where where was this at? Um, uh, Tampa, uh, Ybor Ybor City. It's like Y B O R. It's called. Um, um, actually, hang on, I might have. It's right next to TBBC, which is the brewing company in Tampa. Yeah, I might it's game have, something, I think. I might have a card from it. I changed wallets recently, but I think Oh, did I you play it. the games there? Yeah, I actually got a little card from it for it. Um, I just walked in and strolled around right, for a minute. I have this card, which I think is from Ocala. Easy Street Gaming Card. I don't think it's that one. I cannot believe Easy Street survived COVID, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. I, I think I got it here, guys. There's a really old Universal Pass. <laughs> There's a uh, man. You got to clean this thing out. I do. Surfside. We'll we'll do this on Orlando. the next episode. We'll sit here and we'll read off no. everything he has in there. <laughs> Let's read. Uh, is your social yeah, in there? Because we'll read that off too. For I, I do have that in here actually. Hey, I got a bow tie of the I month club an inter- card. An intervention in order. <laughs> I literally have a bow tie of the month we need, club. We need card. to start a, a new show called Hoarders, but it's only for your wallets. <laughs> yeah, I had I had the same problem at one point. Yeah, I've uh, I've evolved a little bit from that. I have not. We're we're, we're getting. Dang there. man, how do you have this many? How do you even <laughs> fit that in your pocket? Wait a minute, Hilton. Nope. This is. Oh wait, this is the hotel I stayed at across from the places. Hilton Honors. 
Um, we're getting closer, hey, guys. If you guys follow us on YouTube, we're probably going to post a picture of how fat this men's wallet is. And my my um, <laughs> social. Um, yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna throw that one in there too. Hey, I got an IHOP. That, card. That's for the the paid um, membership. This IHOP card has some history to it, but uh, that'll be for another episode. Nope. Somehow I don't have of all the cards I have, yeah. I don't have the one that. And now everything. You just this know. is a new board game you just put out on the table yeah. right here. <laughs> yeah. Um, that expired. This this debit card expired in 2018. By the way, it's it's a very old one. We're not we're not doing this right now. <laughs> okay. Stop looking at these things. All right. This um, is we're saving that one for next week. Yeah, that, that's going to be a special. This is going to be a Patreon. You got <laughs> to get my social. You got to be our bonus episode. Patreon. Um, yeah, no, I, I I love adult arcades. I feel, and when I say adult arcades, it sounds really weird, but I think you guys know what I'm talking about. The, the, yeah, the yeah. places where you can drink beer and, and be a lot of arcades kind of double now though you know it's like oh they have the, the games for the kids and the adults can play too but then later in the night the bar starts to get busier and, yeah yeah like Dave and Buster and uh, Andretti carding and games yeah like that one yeah I don't know that one but it's in Orlando next to Top Golf it's a lot of fun oh man I'll but I mean, there's go karts there and you can drift them and stuff I don't even work for that place anymore <laughs> Anyway, sorry guys, I'm getting distracted. Is this like a is this like a Chuck E. Cheese for adults or what? Andretti. <laughs> it sounds like. Yeah, the, I was wondering. Yeah, yeah. The the Andretti karting and games. It is. It's 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 like a Chuck E. Cheese for adults. But the the go karts go actually pretty quick. They're a lot of fun, and you can drift them around corners. And uh, my favorite thing they do is if you're holding up a line of people and they can't get around you, they'll stop you and let them go ahead. <laughs> one of my one of my good friends got stopped midway through the race, and he was not very happy about it at all. Man. <laughs> That's but they the on, they only go by lap time. They don't go by who finishes first. So whoever gets the fastest lap wins pretty much. But okay. they also have like laser tag and they had all kinds of games. They had a, a bar where you could sit like on the second floor and you could watch the go-kart track and you could watch the people race and stuff. That's pretty cool. Like a so, little little oh, cheering you can, section. You can gamble on the who's going to win. <laughs> there yeah. you go. <laughs> Super adult. Yeah, you like should have seen all the 12-year-olds putting their, their gum up to it, you know? Yeah, their gel pens. I bet, you some, I bet you some juicy fruit that number three is going to get there. <laughs> yeah. There was definitely some collusion going on, I guarantee you. Some cheating. Yeah. Some kid's got a whole pocket full of juicy fruit. You know, he needs to go to the timeout. So let's say you go to jail, but I, I think timeout is the appropriate punishment yeah. for that. <laughs> Brings up a pretty interesting point about uh, What's that? people who, uh, people that like, now that you think about, like I talk about, like you said something might be going on, but what what about like, have you ever, I mean, you played a lot of poker. Yes. Especially back in the day. Yep. And, yep. and I mean, have you ever, like people who like try to manipulate the game, but like illegally, like, you know, people yeah. just like cheat at games. Oh like, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. they, they, I mean, have you been under you know subjection where you've seen people at a yeah so like, hey we're, you know that's an interesting subject that you bring up actually so um i don't know if you're too familiar with the uh back in the day there was a poker craze with a lot of online poker like especially when the world series started getting televised and the moneymaker won and one if you're not familiar with poker moneymaker was a, a guy chris moneymaker yeah. was his name and he ended up winning the world series and he was kind of like an average everyday right. kind of guy moneymaker actually his last name or is that just like yeah. that what he became uh, i don't, honestly i don't know the answer to that <laughs> uh, that seems now that you mentioned that i never really thought of, it seems very outlandish that that yeah. was his last name he kind of earned that but <laughs> yeah um anyway uh yeah he he won and then it started this craze of uh, a lot of amateurs and people who never played poker before kind of jumping on the, the bandwagon and, and bandwagon um, and playing poker and online poker kind of blew up and a lot of people played online and poker stars and full tilt were two really big ones. And I remember I learned, I didn't learn necessarily, but I did play a lot of poker stars when I was a kid, when I was like maybe nine or 10 years old, <laughs> I kind of did learn a lot of the basics from that with play money yeah. And my grandma had a little poker set that I played as well. And then I had an uncle that had a home game and et cetera, et cetera. But then a little bit later in life, I actually deposited some money in, in full tilt. And yeah, it wasn't even just collusion with, with players. I think there was a lot of that going on as well on there because it, it was really easy to do at the time. I would play with my brother as well. And we never colluded specifically together, but we would play in tournaments. And we would back then, you know, AOL Instant Messenger was the thing, or, or Yahoo Messenger. So we'd be playing in a tournament. So how did you not get caught with booting that up every time? 
<laughs> well, they're, they were independent programs from the, the one you're playing, so they had no idea how to yeah. track that. But we never did that at the same table. So we, we'd enter tournaments, and it would be like, you know, hundreds of people in the tournament, and we'd just be like, we would watch each other's tables. We never, almost never were on the same table as each other anyway because the tournaments are so big. But we, you could observe other players as well, so we'd be watching each other and we're playing. And we did have uh, one time, which was kind of hysterical, where we both got like suspended because we were suspected of colluding, <laughs> even though we never even played at the same table. I don't even know how it happened. But anyway, if you follow poker, um, you'll find out that the software for Full Tilt was was very questionable. I don't know all the details, but I do know that there was something with the software. And at the time, I played a lot of live poker and, and online, and I noticed there was something a little weird with just the way hands play out to where they're like astronomically, two people have hands that maybe one in a million chance, you know, two people have a straight flush or something like that. Yeah. And then and then someone else has some other crazy hand. Basically hands that weren't necessarily built for one person to win or another, but they usually benefited the person who was more loose and aggressive, which if you know poker, you know, bigger pots means more money for the house because you get a bigger pot, they get a rake out of it. You know, with the rake is basically the tax yeah, for it. Sounds like a program error. Yeah, program. so the, the programming definitely seemed to be to encourage large pots, give lots of people lots of draws and really strong hands to play against each other. Yeah. Um, anyway, there was some sort of, I don't know if it's collusion or just issues with the software. They had many, many, many lawsuits against them. They, they're not, I don't think they're operational operational anymore because all that extra money they made yeah they got <laughs> shut down because there's a lot of dark the questionable stuff going on with the with the software there but it's funny you mentioned that because i was actually I, I haven't played poker in a while but i was watching some i was watching a video the other day and it was interesting it was these it was a couple uh, a boyfriend and a girlfriend they both entered in a tournament and to be fair they're both poker professionals in their own right and then i guess they started dating and they got down to the final table, and it was th- those two and one other guy at the table. And it's like, wh- what do you do in that situation? You know, it's like they actually offered to split the pot, even like pretty much evenly, even though they both had a lot more chips than the third guy. It was kind of the moral moral thing to do, the right thing to do. And the guy refused. Like he's like, I want to play this game out, basically. So if you're not familiar with splitting the pot, Jack or Maybe yeah, ET. The pot. Basically, it means like even in a tournament, you can stop the, the play. And I don't remember, like, they can split 20% of the prize pool, 20, 20, 20, and then they'll play for like the last 20. There's a certain amount yeah. they still got to play for, but basically okay. everyone still gets a bigger chunk. And they offered it to the guy, and the guy refused. But then it's like, well, there, there's obviously there's a thing called soft playing, which is borderline colluding, where if you're playing against. Is that like erectile dysfunction? <laughs> that that is it's a, it's a separate <laughs> category, though. But soft playing is like when you're playing not as hard against somebody that's a family member or friend. Like you're not, you're basically either you're betting, over betting your hands to let them know you have a really good hand. You're not trying to break them, you know. Yeah. Which at the same, like I was looking at the hands and I'm like, I feel kind of bad because they they're in a relationship together. He's got to go home to her. And, you know, and they, there's a hand where they, one had aces and one had jacks, both really good hands pre-flop, and they're playing against each other. And the guy with the aces just kept right, or no, he had jacks, and he flopped a set. And he was pu- pushing really hard, and she kept looking at him, giving him that eye, you know, like, I can't believe you're fucking doing this right you're now. Fucking yeah, he's so a bitch. Like, he's going to hear it later. You're not getting this. Tonight. Yeah, no. yeah. And I'm just sitting there like, man, that, that's got to suck, because what do you do in that situation? It's almost like you can't help, but soft play the other person you know yeah. what i mean um but situations no like that is it's interesting because a lot of people don't understand especially with professional players or people that play a lot of poker um they'll get pieces of each other which i don't know I, i've turned it into a poker podcast with all my my lingo you're good but anyway uh, so basically a pro can get a piece of another pro which means they basically pay for someone they stake them for a tournament or buy and you know because little-known fact about poker players, they love gambling on everything. So if they, if they stake another player, basically if they end up cashing in the tournament, then, they, then that player is going to give them the percentage of what they win. So they can play in the same tournament as somebody that they're, they have a piece of or their stake, you know, have a stake in. And if they're at the same table as them, there's obviously 
they're not going to try to play too hard against them because they have investment in that person. So they don't want to break that person. Right. Um, and that, that comes, that, that brings up an interesting part with colluding and soft playing where it happens a lot in professional poker and people don't really say much about it, but because it's not as obvious as, you know, uh, boyfriend and girlfriend or something like that. But, um, I, I have seen it before in person. I've seen family members and stuff. I mean, I did play a lot of home games, you know, whereas like a husband and a wife would be at the table and you could definitely tell when the husband and wife at the table, they <laughs> play soft against each other. And I, I mean, I played against my uncle, but I n- never played soft against my uncle, to be fair with you. Did he ever play soft with you? No, no. He wanted, he wanted to put <laughs> me out. It was, uh, um, the only person I probably ever played soft against was my dad. And that was only because I, a lot of times when I was like 14, I would ride with him. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want that ride home, you know, yeah. be a little rough when I put them out or something like that. You, you but, know, um, back yeah. in middle school, I, I was in TV production for a while and mm. I made a short film and it was a poker short film. Yeah. And so it's like going around and it's all these guys are like really serious about playing poker and their sunglasses on. And they, they, yeah. I, I went all out. I, did, <laughs> I probably did a little bit too much extra for yeah. to get a good grade, but I don't, I don't remember if I did well in the grade or not. Yeah. But after um, someone wins the hand, it, the camera like pans down and it's yeah. a bowl full of cookies. <laughs> it was like cookie poker. And, you know, they're like betting macadamia nut here. And oh, dude, macadamia nut, man. <laughs> chocolate chips. That's the high stakes Double table. Double chocolate right chunk. There. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, it was it was a pretty funny video. I think I did well on it actually. Now, now that I'm yeah. thinking back I on it, I hope you passed. I hope you. At oh, least I, got a I passed. Of course, grade. you wouldn't be at the table right now. Yeah, I know. Passed. I dropped out of high school to start a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Man, things are getting rough for but you. I actually, I have a, I have a question for for Eric now. Yeah. Um, so you said card games count as board games. Does that go for poker as well? Yeah. Well, board game is kind of a, in, at least in my world, that. You know, and, and a lot of the, the gamers out there that if it's a card game or board game party, you know, it's all considered like under that board game uh, header. So, you know, so like, you know, you would think of whatever a game like at Target, you can buy called like Four Crowns, which is just like a little card game. Yeah. And people still, that's still under your, like, that's in your board game collection. So that's all under that same header. That's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Nintendo has been around for a long time and they actually started out with, with the uh, physical card games and stuff like that. Have you ever played any of those? Yeah. I, I haven't played the original Nintendo card game. They're miniature cards. I have pretty huge hands, so uh, <laughs> I have a problem. He does. With the, He's with like a golem. And, yeah, yeah, it's true. It's pretty scary. <laughs> but, yeah, well, sometimes I, I'll, sideboard, I'll just reach my arm out the window and move a tree for the cow. Like, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but uh, but I, I've always wanted to you know see that. I guess I could just dial it up on another YouTube channel and, and you know watch I'm sure somebody actually has a lot. I've seen the original cards uh, on another, but I've never actually seen somebody try to play one of the original card games. Yeah, yeah. Play. I've looked into them a little bit, but I don't know too much about it's them. It's funny. I just learned about that the other day. It was uh, another very, very popular YouTube channel. that were, what they were Their game show that they were doing was, what did they this company do originally? And one of the... Oh yeah. Things you know what I'm talking about, right? Nintendo, and that's how I figured out yeah. card games. You know what, is, yeah. You know yeah. what time it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that that's interesting. So I just watched a movie not too long ago, and I, I'll be honest with you, I'm drawing a blank on the on the name of the movie. I was just trying to think of it as uh, as you guys were talking, but I can't think of it. Um, but anyway, you, one of you two might have seen it. It's about this this female who marries into this family. And it's a family of a very prominent uh, board game creators, I guess. Like the the great ancestor was. Do you remember what it was called? I, I it don't. It sounds kind of familiar. It's within it, the last uh, three years. So it, it's a, it's a recent movie. Pretty recent, not okay. like this year, or last year, but it maybe. It sounds year really familiar. Yeah, are you familiar with this ET? I, I can go on to explain uh, it. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not familiar. All with right, that. so I'll give you the I'll give the a little bit further along. So. Basically, this, this woman's marrying into this family, um, and they're rich. They're very fortunate, um, and their great-grandfather, whatever, was a board game creator. Um, so he's got a bunch of board games, and there's like a ceremony when they get married, right? So what happens is they draw a card, and it's like this machine that shuffles all these cards around, 
and depending on wait a second i think i have seen this okay so you are familiar okay it sounds more and more familiar yeah i think i've actually got the name of it from thinking about the synopsis but anyway so they nine out of ten times they play they'll they'll draw a card and they play a board game and it's not a big deal like they just play the board game you know it might be sorry or or whatever the board game is probably not sorry because that's that's copyrighted and this family probably didn't create (laughs) that game um but anyway the one in a ten chance uh it's like a hide and seek type game where the bride has to hide from the fam. The family has to kill the bride that's right. marrying into the family. Yeah. I, I saw that at the theater. Now that you say it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you seen this, Jack? No, I don't think I have. Actually, it's actually really it interesting. Threw me off just now. So, <laughs> like I said, it's usually benign. Uh, most of the time, it's just they play chess or, or whatever. But the one time they draw the certain fact, card, hide and seek might be the title. Of it, uh, yeah, so I think right? it might be something along the lines. I, of actually, hide and seek or something. That does sound familiar. Yeah. So the the. It was just a really interesting movie. I, I just watched it not too long ago. And spoilers, I mean, they draw the card that is the, the worst card that could possibly be. And the, and the husband thinks it's going to be okay. But then he sees the card and he's like, oh, shit. You know, like, I have to basically kill my wife now. Yeah. My family has to kill the wife. So the whole the twist is, I, I don't remember if, like, the great ancestor made some sort of deal with the devil or something similar to where, like... Is it a Bloomhouse movie? I don't know. That I don't know. Sounds um, like a Bloomhouse movie. Yeah. It, it's Maybe I'm thinking of Truth and Dare or something like that. I, I do know that one. I, I'm familiar with that one. It's not it's not that one, but um it, it's a it's a kind of a dark comedy movie because the yeah. family's like it's very clear in the movie that this card hasn't been drawn, at least in their generation, and it's been a very long time. They don't really know the proper ways. They're all going around picking their weapons and they're like crossbows off the wall they're like a very but most most of the family i do remember they don't have a problem with hunting hunting here down and trying to kill it yes yes wow problem with that yeah yeah well they're very callous like they're very character characters of 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 like rich elite you know yeah dysfunctional family like one's when the brother's an alcoholic and similar to like the the most dangerous game or kind of yeah yeah Yeah. i I could see that where they would put the mentality out for it but i thought it was a pretty interesting movie a nice kind of a nice twist on the the classic you know board game cliche or whatever family but it the ending was pretty interesting i I guess i won't spoil it but (laughs) um eh, maybe i should should i spoil it yeah, it's, it's not, been it's out for a few bad. years. It's, yeah, I'll, I'll watch it eventually. <laughs> Just no, seriously, go ahead and spoil it. Okay, so basically, the family's hunt, trying to hunt them down, and they, they got till sun. I think it's sunset the next day or something to kill them, and to kill the 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 wife, the new married wife. And they're going around. They're accidentally shooting the maids and stuff, like killing the maids on accident. And they're just like, "Ah, oh, shit! I killed another maid. You know what the <laughs> fuck?" And um, they, I believe, they end up not she gets away right so then the sun rises and they all look around and they're like oh well wow i guess that wasn't a big deal after all and then they just all oh, i don't know if they explode or something like all the family members because <laughs> right. they, if yeah, they don't achieve they had, their goal they made a pact with a demon or something. yeah a demon or something crap. yeah they got raptured yeah yeah so i don't know i, I just thought it, that seemed to fit the what we were talking about so yeah it did. i did i got a, another bit of a question here actually yeah. and i think this goes well for all of us um if you were going to play one of these in real life, would you prefer Jumanji or Zathura? Oh, I, so I love Zathura, the film. I mean, based upon the original Robin Williams board game and the Zathura board game, and then the, the Jumanji video game, uh-huh. what's your clarification exactly on that? I mean, Zathura was probably my favorite just because I love, I love science fiction yeah. more than I do I, type of fantasy. But um, I, I was going to say... As far as the movies go, the original Jumanji is 100% better, I think. I did enjoy it more, but if Absolutely. I was going to play one of them in real life, I'd want to play Zathura because it seems like they have a lot cooler stuff happen. So I got a, something yeah. to admit here. I've never, I have no idea what that is. Zathura? Yeah, I don't know what Zathura is. No. It's Jumanji in space, basically. Okay. Yeah, it, yeah. Okay. Is this yeah. a more recent movie? Or is yeah. This, oh, it is. Uh, not okay. more recent than the new Jumanji, the video game Jumanji. Yeah. Uh, I, if I had to guess, I'd say 2007-ish, 2006, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. I don't really know for a fact, though. It's just a guess. Okay. Yeah, I'm not familiar, so I, I guess I would have to default oh, to great, though. the Robin Williams Jumanji, which, fantastic movie. It's been a while since I've seen it, but 
Did you did you guys pick up? I'm sure everyone has picked up, but the the hunter in the movie was actually played by I think it was his dad, like Robin Williams. Dad I had no idea. I've never heard that before. Yeah. So you know how he has his dad's like yeah disappointed in him or whatever, but yeah. then the hunter's like the villain, the trying to kill him at the end. It's the same actor. It's like it's almost like I'm guessing a metaphor for his father being yeah. disappointed in him or something. Um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Uh, <laughs> Uh, E.T., have you ever heard of Mystery Science Theater 3000? Oh, of course I have. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we're, we're actually going to be doing a bonus episode somewhat in the realm of that. Not exactly like that, obviously, but it's going to be similar where we're going to have movie nights and bonus episodes. And now that this man has told me he hasn't seen Zathura, that's going on the list right this <laughs> <Okay>. second. <laughs> All right. I, I, have a suggest- I have a suggestion. It's harder for production for you guys to do this but what what i i vision is a, a a fun twist on it you know how people like to go to parks or go to go well, back to the malls or whatever but you know and they like people watch but yeah yeah do that sort of thing but like do a history science fiction theater like you're given audio commentary but as you're just watching live people <laughs> <laughs> and what at a park of watching people and you can just make fun of like oh you know one person's voice and what the dog would be saying and that sort of thing that might be kind of a I just, I just wrote it down it. I like that idea yeah be like look at that kid on a leash oh my god <laughs> he must have bitten many people this year holy shit I like that yeah why are they in the center of the park around nobody and wearing a mask still yeah why does she have three masks on <laughs> yeah. holy shit <laughs> I like that that's great it's like well, it's easy to pick out, you know, you know which side of the fence they're on. The ones without masks, like okay, and one with masks. Like I know who who voted for who. It's okay. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> well, one that's interesting that you both you brought up our potential Patreon idea or, or bonus episodes with that mystery science theater, and um, we definitely uh, we have a email which is mindhops, m i n d h o p p s at gmail dot com. So. For everyone who doesn't is not aware, we're open. You can submit topics to us. I know, me and you, ET, had talked about that a while back with our Bowcast about people emailing us topics. But we ended up doing the old-fashioned way, where we went to the store and we'd have them throw topics in a hat for us, and then we'd peel them out in the middle oh, of the episode, that. which yeah, it was great. Yeah, which was, was well, we're so we're so desperate. Nobody's everybody's too lazy to email. But yeah. When, garbage and yeah, and when yeah. when you corner people face to face, they can't. They gotta write something down. They can't just like turn it, you away. It, you, you know, could, you could do uh, faux versions of that. Um, I know, I on Facebook, my buddy Sam, uh, he'd be a, a fun guest for you guys because he's a real Hoss enthusiast. And definitely, uh, yeah, I've I've told Jack right about him. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta I, get I've him done on. a video or two with him on yeah, Facebook. Driving with Sam. Driving with. Yeah. Yeah, and I basically. We just we would just go out eating somewhere and then we'd just find out where we ate and just like you know just kind of a lie thing. Yeah, yeah. I may have been I've watched them somewhere. I don't. Very remember. cool. Yeah. But I remember one of the last ones was I just pretended like you know that was part of the joke because things that we had earlier in the day. But as I'm doing it live, you know, I'm just kind of doing everything off the cuff, and I was just like, oh, I was like uh, by the way, uh, we want to thank everybody, all our people that are submitting stuff. So like, you know, people yeah. <laughs> but they're not. Yeah. So I, I, I'm just making up that people are actually. <laughs> watching it live because it's not it's not even live you know yeah. I mean, yeah. oh, well, a subscriber so-and-so asked if uh, what's your favorite something other and, you know, and, yeah. but it was just really hilarious but but we do have a pretty large live audience right now in my in my <laughs> illustrious mansion but um yeah there's a bust uh in <laughs> i do i have two busts in my living room um <laughs> We, we, we've had to like cut the, isolate the audio because the applause is a little bit too loud. So I put them in my third uh, waiting room area. Yeah, we, we locked the live audience in the basement. Yeah. It's a very large basement, yeah. though. It's, it's, it's b- bigger than most people's houses. Um, <laughs> I had to do the same sort of thing when I took baths. I had to, you know, at first I did it with no walls around, but the, the audience was just too great. And I, yeah. Man, you just can't do anything about it. It just so kills your audio, man. Yeah. They're too loud. Yeah, it's just not good, you know. No, no. People don't want to listen to that. I had a problem because I had one of those audio through the shower head thing, you know, so it was trying yeah. to also distribute water and, you know, receive audio. It was, it was yeah. That is amazing. Well, you got to get that marinara sauce off there when you're eating yeah. uh, meatballs off <laughs> um, your belly, you know? You know, talk, speaking... It all washes down the drain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of audio devices in the bathroom, have you ever heard of uh, Tooth Tunes? Tooth Tunes? Uh, like fart book? 
<laughs> they're they're a, a toothbrush they made for kids that plays music when you're brushing your teeth and you can like hear it in your head and i thought like they should have uh adult tooth tunes you know yeah like, like, some, like they play holy grail and, and wet ass pussy and stuff yeah, like yeah. that i was thinking like uh down with the sickness, but Down I'm clearly the, an older man, so Frank, like that's not up sorry, to date they, anymore. They can play Frank, uh, Frank Sinatra and Elvis, if, yeah. you, if you'd prefer. <laughs> yeah, some Willie Nelson or something like that. I'm, yeah. I'm a Frank Sinatra fan, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Just great. remember, all, all the music and things that you like, everything's circular, so... You know, like yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. When they came out, they played all the '70s music. So yeah. everything, yeah. you know, eventually everything it becomes cool again. again. It's just you have to yeah. apply it at the right time. Yeah. So and then you, another twenty years, somebody will care about you know what I cared about. You know, ten years. Ago. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's funny when it's you have newer bands too. I, I've noticed this myself. I, I've listened to some newer bands that have a uh, nostalgic feel or the um, older sound to them. You know, almost like uh, I like a lot of. Um, like hillbilly, not hillbilly music, but uh, bluegrass or, or something like that. Like Roger Miller, if anyone's familiar with Roger Dueling Miller. Banjos. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not quite there, but but I'll hear that from a newer band, and it's like the coolest thing ever when you hear a newly produced song, but it sounds like it's from another era. Yeah. To me, that's like a mind blowing. There's a couple it's artists really that are, cool. are kind of pinpointing that kind of stuff lately too. Like yeah. they're doing really good, and alternative rock is making a bit of a comeback. In yeah. itself. But it's really weird because it's not, you know, alternative rock. It's like a new version of alternative rock. Yeah. It's yeah. really cool, actually. It is. It's it's cool that they, I don't know, it just amazes me how, I don't know why it amazes me because, like, we our technology is so much more advanced. The fact that they can replicate something that was made, like, 40 years yeah, ago or it whatever. It shouldn't be that amazing. It shouldn't be it, amazing, <laughs> but the fact that people are still interested to do that, I guess, maybe, in some ways, I'm like, yeah. That's really, really cool. Or I'll hear a song, a new song that sounds old, and I'm like, what? That's not from the... I'm trying to figure out why do they name everything. Like, I understand, you know, you when I grew up, it was basically you had, like, country and rock or something. Yeah. You know, it was, you know yeah. maybe you had, like, gospel or something. But basically, as time goes on, then it's like every division has divisions. And then yeah. And I think after a while, it's like, oh, no, we're ska or something. Like, yeah, like, a mixture. Are they something that much different? Yeah, or, or grunge. Or they just like, you know, yeah. yeah, okay, is everything just metal? Oh, no, we're heavy metal. Oh, no, we're acid metal. <laughs> we're, I'm like, metal. We're metal wash. I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm it like, keeps, it keeps no branching. Idea. You're right. And then there's death metal, too. And yeah, yeah there's all kinds of yeah, you know, metal. You know what I want to know? Where, where's um, paper and scissors? Right? We got rock. Oh, my where, God. Where, where did the, what's going to beat rock? I would think paper Save, should come saving out. Saving that for the end of the episode, usually. Uh, I, I just, yeah, I just had jokes. to throw a dad joke right in the middle of it. but <laughs> You got any good dad jokes, jokes, jokes for us there? E.T. Put you on the spo- spot. <laughs> either. I'm, I'm not a dad that I know of. Yeah. But, uh, no, I mean. I'm not a neither, dad either, I don't think. Neither but, one of us are, I, I hope not. But um, I, 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 All I know is I have a bunch of old jokes, which are actually sometimes very good because people have never heard them because they're so old. Yeah, it's always a plus. It's just people are like, oh, I've heard that. I've heard that. You know, and yeah. I've heard it, and they're like, oh wow, that's I've never heard that before. And I'm like, well, yeah, I heard it when I was a kid. You were like not even born. Yet. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's circular, right? So, then those jokes will come back yeah, around. It's all it's all fresh again. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's true. But Nostalgia. You, you know, I mean, what's what's a, what's a, what's a joke or a joke subject that you think? Uh, you know, when people say something like. Oh, it's too soon. You know, like when he yeah. dies. I mean, in comedy, are there actually any rules? You know, I my my rules for comedy, comedy all rules are, off. are everything's okay. okay or nothing's okay, and I'm on the yeah. side of everything's okay. I, yeah, I'm on that side too. I, I don't feel like you can pick and choose sometimes. You yeah, know, what I mean? comedy's comedy to me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think that's the one thing that you're guaranteed a license to do and say whatever you want. And then, in the end of the day, you know, it's just like, no, I'm, you know, not a white eater, but I can talk, <laughs> make jokes about it all day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's okay, you know. Yeah. But, uh, I do feel like political correctness can kill comedy for sure. Oh yes, you know it, it, has, has, it has a it little has bit. I mean, Family Guy, uh, he came out a couple years ago saying he doesn't even want to make gay jokes anymore. Seth MacFarlane did. I'm like, that was like, you know, yeah. a big thing on Family Guy yeah, was gay yeah. jokes. And, and I'll be honest, that. I. I've never been a fan of Family Guy. I think they're, uh, I don't know. Yeah, and I have nothing against. It's, you that's know, not being my gay, but no, it's not my sense you know, of humor. That's funny. But I think I appreciate. Like I feel like 
It's not my it's, sense of humor, but they okay. shouldn't have the right to. What? You say it's okay? I said it's just so gay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was too gay for my, my likes. But yeah. this is coming from a man who has a, the right. biggest bow tie collection <laughs> you could ever imagine. And Jack doesn't quite know about this. I, I know. I, I kind of I got a hint earlier when you were going through your, uh, your dictionary of a wallet over there. Bowtie Club. Yeah. You, I don't know if you remember this, uh, E.T., but back in the day when I would wear different bow ties, every, I'm not going to dig through all these again, but um, I did subscribe to a Bowtie the Month Club, and uh, oh, I would get a different wow. bow tie every month. And actually, our n- initial podcast that we did, we do at the Chinese restaurant on our lunch breaks. I, do I think it was called initially it was called the Bowcast, which there are still remnants of it out there on YouTube. You could probably find them somewhere. It almost sounds like uh, hunting, like you know, bow bow hunting yeah, and, and yeah, casting, yeah. like fishing. Yeah, that was kind of um, I don't know. I well, the idea was at the time I had my website was called bowtieshot.com because I was into photography and I would take stupid pictures of my bow ties in different environments. So I had like a cheetah bow tie and I put it in the woods, like in the grass and I would take a picture and I would title it some stupid name. And do, then do you still have all these? The, the pictures I have somewhere. Yeah. But you don't have the bow ties anymore. No, I do. Yeah. Oh, you do? I okay. do have the bow ties. Yeah. But I have not added to my collection in a while. But anyway, so well, yeah, you probably should have copyrighted Bowcast. It's probably already been picked up by either. Uh, the <laughs> yeah. I think could have sold it. Yeah. Pro shop. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I could have made a mint. I wouldn't be on, I wouldn't be trying some other so, shit on here right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, so I want to ask then about, about your name, mind hops. How did you guys come up with that? And is this going to be like your permanent name that you see down the road or what's going on with that? Um, so we kind of wanted to come up with something that gave us a bit of freedom to talk about whatever we wanted on the show, but then our initial idea had to do with, you know, drinking beers and stuff like that. So that's why the hops is in there with double P, but it also still leaves us that freedom to kind of rebrand a little bit down the road if we feel that we have to. Yeah. Um, which it was kind of a, um, group effort there. He definitely, he came up hundred percent with the name mind hops. We were kind of workshopping ideas, uh, brainstorming and then that one came out and we both kind of looked at each other we were we were around the name and then i you know when you get close to something and you're like it's we're close we just don't know yet and then when he said i was like dude that's perfect because it's like yeah the the hops with the beer and then you also have the hops with the like you, know, you can hop around you can hop around you, you know want. yeah yeah no, it's a, it's a, it's not a perfect name, I think. I like it. Yeah, and, I appreciate that. And we actually have. And I like my opinions, so. Yeah, <laughs> we we do know that. I do know that. He might not know that yet, but. Um, but we have some exciting developments now that you mentioned that. Uh, we're not. I mean, we got some fun stuff coming up and bigger things for our channel for sure. Uh, in the near future, um, I don't know if we want to talk about them too much or. Yeah, we'll we uh, we'll talk we'll talk about one thing that yeah. we have in the works right now. We're yeah. working on our logo finally. Yeah, and it's it's gonna be a doozy. It's gonna be a really cool logo. Yeah. Right now we kind of have a placeholder um, with the weird looking bunny. Yeah, you a know? very angry bunny. Angry bunny. <laughs> we, which, we need to get rid of that one before Easter. That. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but we got a really cool guy coming up with our with our logo, and we we don't really have a name for our guy yet. for him yet no but he, we he's will a mascot and a logo at the same yeah, time yeah he's a mascot and a logo so you're getting this like do you, do exclusive you guys picture like a music intro too like, like yes second, you know, like, like a horrific guitar or something we or were actually it's funny that before that you mentioned that we were having a small discussion before we started recording about yeah. that i think we both i had to talk to him first to see if we're in the same wavelength but i think we kind of got an idea with what vibe we're gonna go with our mm-hmm. intro we're definitely um that's going to be the next thing coming up very soon, uh, but we definitely have an idea. Uh, dra- Dragon's Lair is actually kind of a hint. You know, yeah, si- yeah. <laughs> similar, similar era of what we're looking yeah, at. That, I, that's as far as we'll go. There. I, I think the uh, domain copyright has died off at this point because it's 10 million years old. So we can just steal <laughs> their music. No, uh, but... If only. But we do. We do have an idea for, for an intro. That'll be shortly after the logo. We're going to get our official intro I, and everything i'll give you free license to use my jerry springer song anytime you want to use a uh, your jerry springer he, song yes he does yeah. go ahead you want to tell the story about that because i i know about the jerry springer song oh okay so in the way back machine when you know uh i used to play basketball and when i lived more in Scottsmore, it's a rural yeah. area yep. in florida if you're not familiar with that any listeners that are not 
around here, very countryfied, right? I live now in Titusville, which is like right, right across the street from the right? What's the exact but, address uh, of anyway, your brother's house? Yeah. We need to know right now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. What's that? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> just look, look, look out your window. Yeah. <laughs> You're in my yard um, right now. <laughs> okay. So anyway, this was like quite some time ago, but uh, yeah. for my younger man days. But uh, at, I, I, was, I have an acoustic guitar. And I'm a hack. I can't play any real music or anything, but I like to make up a lot of funny lyrics and little things. And oh, man, this guy's a genius. Yeah. Yeah, and so I, I just thought it was hilarious. I'd play it before we played basketball or whatever ditties that I had back then. <laughs> and so um, one of my friends, my, oh, Sam, actually, of all people, my buddy Sam, that we did driving with Sam, he showed up one day and he goes, hey, here's an address that I found at the end of one of the Jerry Springer shows. It says, Springer people, you sent in a video. And I said, Sam, there's like 10,000, 100,000 people watch the show this and they crap. I'm not even going to pick anything. Oh, well, let's, let's do the Jerry Springer song and send it anyway. So I had it back then, like the old 8-millimeter camera. Trent, do you remember those? Those little yeah. video cassettes? I do, yeah. Time or not, but yeah. No, so I do. I had one of those, which wasn't bad. Now, the audio was terrible, uh, but I did my little Jerry Springer song with a couple of people that just showed up randomly at my house and, you know, just played it on my acoustic guitar with uh, a Packer shirt, my beard, and, and oh. jeans or something. And mm-hmm. <laughs> And I just, I sent it in, and then about, I would say about a month after that, I was working at Walmart, and I got a call from my brother, Wayne, and he says, hey, uh, some producer just called saying they want to play your video, but they need the permission through FedEx or something, and I said, yeah, right, whatever, buddy, and, mm-hmm. and so I thought it was a big joke. When I got home, he had all the information written out, and I go, did somebody really call? And he's like, yeah, man. I'm like, oh. So anyway, I, I, said, I called him, and they said, yeah, we want to play your show. We can't pay you any money for it, like surprise, surprise, but you do own yeah. all the rights to it or whatever. So, so basically, they made a show called The Lost Episodes, where they took like the best of everything that didn't quite make it on and showed fragments of it. And at the very end, they gave me a pretty good intro and said, "Hey, there's a viewer out there that wrote a song that sent it to us, and this is uh, Eric Tarver from Scottsmore, Florida, singing the Jerry Springer song." And they played my like two and a half minute song, which I thought was hilarious. You can't even hardly hear the the words, but. The guy's intro was just hilarious. And I had people all around the community, especially when I worked at Walmart, they were coming up to me for probably a couple of years just saying, hey, didn't I see you on Springer? I yeah. go, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I, mean, I wasn't there live or anything. But you I, know, it's I, funny. They followed me for a good long time, yeah. I saw that on YouTube at, at one point. Is there a way to find that on YouTube? Because I, I can totally play. If you have the rights for it, I can play it right now. I was kind of looking around on YouTube yeah. to see. It, I, I, I have a... You can actually look up. I can tell you what it is. Okay. A, I have an old YouTube channel, but I don't. I, I don't remember the code to access or anything. Right. The channel is called Wild Wild Red Dragon altogether. One Dragon. Part. Okay. It has a bunch of old silly videos. I made a cartoon. It sounds like video. a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was a stop movie. Oh shoot! Cartoon. Okay. I think I might have found it. And uh, and then you'll see. You should see like four of us sitting there, and it'll see Jerry Springer's yeah. song. It probably yeah. has about six thousand. Okay. Six thousand views or something. All right. So, I see it. I think I see it. Yeah, six point nine thousand. All right. Can I do a thing right, right now? You probably won't be able. You won't be able to understand any audio probably on it, but let but me the introductions really. Good. Let me hit the at least the introduction. Let's see if I can yeah, get we'll, this we'll, go through we'll here. Let's do a couple seconds of it real quick. I got you on on my phone right now, so I'm not. Hopefully, I won't lose you when I play this, but I'm not sure. We'll we'll see here. <laughs> Well, that does it for all our last episodes, or at least the ones I can show you on national television. But you know what? We couldn't find a final thought to fit all these stories. You know what we did find? One of our Springer people, a viewer just like you, wrote a song and sent it to us. So that's what we'd like to close with today. World premiere video from Eric Tarver from Scottsmore, Florida, singing the Gary Springer song. Take it away, Eric. I love it. Did you hear that? Could you hear it? You still with us? I, I could only hear broken 
broken pieces. Broken pieces. Oh, right. That's because it, it wasn't streamed straight to you. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It came through pretty well on no, the on fine. the stream though. That, that's great. I, I remember. Yeah, I remember that. That was fantastic, that's man. That's awesome. I guess that might have been my yo my yellow moment or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jerry you peaked was, too early. Jerry Springer was pretty big back in the day. That was I remember. I, my I watched a lot of Jerry watch. Springer yeah. with my biological mom. Yeah, yeah. My mom. I watched it with my mom quite a bit too. So, yeah. Yeah, I didn't get any autograph requests or anything for it. But, you know, nowadays it's all about the cell phone. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I take too, way too many of those. Yeah. <laughs> well, we always end the show on a dad joke. So, yeah. Jack always hits us with a dad joke. Um, unless you had a specific... I mean, you're not you're not a dad, but wait, wait, you have... is, is there is there one more thing that we can we can talk about? Yeah, yeah. Let, let's go ahead. And, this this well, is yeah. kind of fresh still. All right, go ahead. And yeah, it's yeah. really funny to me. Right, I, I do ahead. not like this guy at all. Okay. Um, you ever heard of Pete Davidson? I'm not familiar. He's, what about GET? Yeah. He's an SNL. He said, "Yeah." I have I have heard that name. Yeah. Okay. He's a he's a comedian on SNL. He's younger, and yeah. um, he's actually kind of a funny guy. Yeah. But he does not take jokes very well over okay. the internet at all. That he seems gets like very a problem upset being a comedian and. Uh, there's a couple more things about him, but I'm sure most of the people listening probably know what those things are with Mac Miller and whatnot. But uh, no, I, the I, thing is, this happened yeah. last week. Okay. This crazy lady yeah. thought she was married to him, or at least she just kept saying she was his wife. And I think he still lives with his mom or something. Oh my. And he she lives- literally went into their house and just sat down at the kitchen table and would not leave and just kept saying that they were married over and over again. What? They, they, had, to, they had to call the cops to get her taken out of there seriously yeah wow i don't know who this guy wait so he's on snl he's a comedian yeah he's a comedian on snl he lives with his mom still uh i don't think i'm not i'm not 100 percent sure right i know i know there was a family member who might have been his aunt or something there was someone at his house the story is so weird to me i know right that's why i want to talk about it like (laughs) i was i was looking more into it and there's really not that much information yet there's probably more release but that's crazy what the fuck is this (laughs) yeah I don't even know how to take that. I have not seen SNL in, in ages, but oh, that, that has been a wild, while. man. That's, what's your take on that, E.T.? Were you familiar with this story? Uh, well, I'm pretty... I think it was Pete Davidson's the guy that... Uh, he actually had like a little... I don't know if it was a Netflix special or something. He was on one of these other channels. That he made a, a story sort of about his life, his relationship with his dad. It was all broken. The, the King of Staten Island? Is that right? has all the tattoos, right? Yeah, King. I think you're talking about King of Staten Island. I never watched it, so I wouldn't know. Right, right. That's him, right? Yeah, that's him. Yeah, he. Um, yeah, I've seen him guest guest star on other things, but yeah, he, he seems yeah very sensitive about whatever happened to. Him. I think just whatever his life was before, it's probably made him sensitive to certain things. Well, for being a comedian I, I and being that, sensitive, that, it doesn't really crazy. mix. Yeah, that's a bad combo, I would think, yeah. honestly. But like I said, yeah. he is he is a pretty I, funny I, guy in what he does. It's just I like to see people be able to take jokes when they're dishing jokes out as a comedian, too. Right. Exactly. You have to dish them and tape them. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that, that's int- I have to look into that because I'm not familiar with any of the newer casts of SNL. I, I do remember growing up with, like, like Will Ferrell. And oh, I just man. remember his first yeah. wife was really hot, supposedly. <laughs> yeah. I didn't look into that. that uh, I think my favorite SNL is yeah, Keenan or Bill Hader. Keenan Thompson or Bill Hader. They're both. They're pretty good. I am me. familiar with Bill Hader. I remember Keenan from Keenan and Kel and on Nickelodeon that, and on all Nickelodeon. that. Yeah, when yeah. I was when I was younger. My sister's like a little bit older than me, so I, yeah, I did yeah. watch some of those shows when I was younger too. Yeah, I do. I do not know Bill Hader from SNL, but I do know him from from other other things he's he's really he's funny amazing, yeah, yeah he's amazing but he, he's got a little show now called barry on one of the streaming networks oh really maybe we'll get him on next week <laughs> yeah we're gonna talk to bill later yeah, yeah. yeah. and then we'll, we'll move up from yeah. there we'll go to will, uh, will ferrell and then jim carrey <laughs> yeah and then we'll go back down to this I mean, just, who's this guy you're talking about tell them, tell them that they know jack you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, I, What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna sit in that one guy's house and say we're married, and you gotta do a show, or I'm not leaving. Yeah, I don't know what this guy's name is, but that Pete, guy, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. Yeah, yeah. No. I was gonna say Pete Townsend, but I think that's a musician or something. <laughs> I don't know. Someone knows who that is. It's a person, but yeah. Well, the good thing is your people that you have on your show from now can only go up now from me. So there you go. I don't know about that. This is the man, the Jerry Springer guy. I don't. Yeah, I, you're, think, I you're honestly think time, like, you are bigger than the next at least 10 guests, I'll say. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we could have done much better for a, a first guest. Definitely not. Um, and potentially, I, I would like to have you on again sometime at, at some point, because you're, you're just a freaking 
a joy to talk to, I will say. It's, yeah. been, it's been too long. Uh, well, yeah. I, I appreciate you guys having me on the show. And, um, you know, um, if, I, if you don't mind, I'll throw a little plug out there. Again, if you get a yeah. chance, uh, visit my Dice Matrix on YouTube. Dice Matrix, uh, you know, okay. If you like, if you, yeah, the Dice Matrix. If, Absolutely. If you, if you like it, subscribe. If not, that's okay. Uh, but, you know, anything is appreciated. Appreciate it. Really great stuff, so yeah. Having me on. No, anytime, man. And I'll put that in our, because we have a YouTube. So basically we have Spotify. We have all the, most of the streaming platforms covered with uh, podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. But we also are uploading to our YouTube channel um, as well. So if you're listening on YouTube, we also are available on, on podcast stuff like Spotify and such, if it's easier for you. But on our YouTube channel, we'll definitely put, I'm going to put a link because I kind of, edit that i'll put a link to your channel in the, in the description and um we'll definitely get that set up and then i would like also maybe get you back on or, or with sam or maybe get sam separate you know what, yeah. whatever because sam definitely driving with sam is very good and he's i know he's a very i don't know him that well but i i know that from what i know of him he he's a, a drinker of beers many beers i've seen him post <laughs> yeah, things all the time he, about going to he, breweries he's a and great guy he's, and tasting beers once you get him talking he's like that guy on the country porch that will just sit in the rocking chair and talk to you the whole time. So he's, <laughs> yeah he's really yeah. Laid, laid back, and that's coming from back, you because guy. this is the man that has stories for ages so uh that that's a big a big uh a plug from from yeah. you so um, how, how old is uh, how old is sam Sam's a few years younger than me. I think he's mid-40s. Okay, okay. I just, I'm just kind of curious to see, like, what age range we're kind of spanning here when it comes from, from me and whoever else we have on here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I, I just noticed, like, during my life, it's interesting because I've always – I think Trenton's similar. That's why we connected so well. Yeah. Even though there's a probably, what, a 20-year-plus gap between – doesn't feel like it. But no, yeah, but my, – my, my whole life, when I was 20 years old, I got yeah. along with – Oh yeah, real young people and with senior citizens, it's just like same. People yeah, people just tend to be good with good people. Jack, exactly. Jack's yeah. definitely the same uh, way. We get the same vibe because I I'm the senior citizen in the group of us too here. <laughs> so it's nice to have someone a little bit older than me on because where I live and work, it's just I'm I'm the old man. So yeah. you know, <laughs> he, wow. he is the old man on the crew. Yeah, yeah. So. But <laughs> and they only get younger. I'll tell you that from experience. They, yeah, yeah, and I only get older. <laughs> So, but so we always end the show with a with a dad joke. So I I, yeah. I know this man over here is the king of dad jokes. But if yeah. you would like, you can you don't have to call it a dad joke, but you could take the the, the final reins here if you had something uh, yeah. one of your old old jokes you want to throw yeah. out there. We can no, let's stick do that. to tradition. Let Jack let okay. Right. Well, we we can both tell one. My, mine's short this week. I don't have yeah. anything too crazy right now. Okay. Um, have you have you heard of Orion's belt? I, I I have yes. Isn't it such a waste of space? <laughs> wow. It is. Yeah. Do you have one for us, uh, Et? I I don't have anything as good as that. So. I'm <laughs> All right. Well, we'll we'll end it there. Um, thanks for joining us, man. Um, until next week. Oh, we're, thank you guys. This is Mind Hops. <laughs>